Hey everybody, you're listening to the Super No Super Super. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Shonen Brothers Network. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. <laughs> How neat. Have we started? I mean, I started recording. Yeah, but have we started officially? Oh no. Because I never know when we, we do. We started officially. Have we? Because. <laughs> I, I ask that every time, but then you end up leaving this part in, and it just confuses <laughs> the hell out of me. Who knows where I'm going to start editing? Yeah, I know. Who knows what I cut out? Who knows what I keep in? I could cut out a lot at the beginning. Maybe you, maybe the audience has no idea all the crap we just talked. You know, maybe. Or maybe <laughs> they do. I really don't know. Uh, are we in it? Yeah. Yeah? I'm, I'm how ready. Do you, well, how do you know we're in it? I don't know, Daniel. <laughs> you you tell me. I never know. I know. I know you don't. Yeah. I mean, we are recording. Okay. Well, I guess we should uh, start the theme song then, huh? <sighs> yeah. Yeah? You're going to fall for it again? I edited it. No, I'm just not giving you a reaction. <laughs> that was a reaction. Mute yourself. <laughs> just having a podcast with yourself you know maybe maybe i'm just so delirious at this point that Mm. i don't know what's real me neither (laughs) hey everybody and welcome to super shonen brothers episode five 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 that's crazy five we've been doing this for a whole month now wow that's wild a whole month whole month it's flown by Flown by. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we got to start talking about what we're going to do for uh, when we hit a year. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time away. Honestly, we won't even prepare for that day when, the, when we get like a week away from it. Yeah, probably not. We'll come yeah. up with something like the day before. We're a no prep show. Yep. That's why the last episode lasted two hours. <laughs> That's how it goes. We have no structure. It was just a special episode. We had a special guest. Yeah, we had a very special guest. Yeah. And this time we won't go for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep it at our normal 45 to an hour. Probably. Probably. Who knows? We don't plan sh- shit. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Yeah. Well, well should I get into the, the news? How is life, Brady? 
Well, it's okay. I uh, had to work like every day this week. Mm. That was fun. Same. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah, and I work tomorrow, but then I'm off for two days, and it'll be swell. Mm. Be real I don't, swell. Listeners don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> you asked me how's life, so... <laughs> I'm just responding to your question, Dave. I was just hoping you are going to give me a more exciting story. I wish I could, but yeah. unfortunately, right now, my life really isn't that exciting, and that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with all of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, I guess we'll jump into the news. Sure. <clears throat> I, I don't have much news this week. I also oh, yeah. didn't really look up any news before so we'll see so uh this is pretty interesting um of course you didn't come prepared so have you ever seen the anime helsing or helsing ultimate i never watched it but i know of it yeah so i mean yeah of course i watched it. i know everything about anime right yeah okay i don't know why you ask me that every time when i already know everything there is to know about anime yeah, so did you read the last chapter of One Piece then? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. A lot of people did hate the last chapter, actually, for yeah, some, I, some I know, I read it. Sanji got a lot of character <laughs> development, but people think, oh, uh, Sanji's just stupid. Sanji's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, I think I watched more than the first ten episodes of One Piece because... I got to the part where he meets Zoro. No. Is <laughs> that not? It's in, like, the second episode. Oh. That's right. Did you meet Nami, at least? Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> Never did. Anyways, the news. Uh, <laughs> so, Helsing. Uh, Helsing. Amazon is... Vampires. Developing a live-action adaptation of Helsing. Uh, and Interesting. The, it's with the John Wick writer. Oh. He's the one writing it, which is... Hmm. I love John Wick. Interesting. Yeah. I think John Wick today provides a lot of great action sequences. Like, they're just, they're just like... I mean, they're pretty basic movies. The plot yeah. and the story isn't anything exciting. But the action in those movies are great. And I think, you know... I mean, I don't know a lot about Helsing, but I do know it's pretty much probably about Van Helsing and vampires. Yeah, it's vampires. So I mean, Owl you know, card. I think you could do it pretty easily. I think that's a good yeah, idea like to adapt to live action. There's a lot of things you could do with that yeah. adaptation. I mean, granted, like that's a, that's an adaptation where I'm fine if yeah. they're not entirely faithful yeah. to the original material because oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of different directions you could take it in. I mean, granted. A lot of vampire movies do go south pretty yeah. bad. So, I mean, you got to do it right, of course. But, I mean, I feel like the writer of John Wick will do a good job, you know? Yeah. Provide good action scenes. As long hopefully. as they just have the character of Alucard. 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 Dracula. You mean from Castlevania? Backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, not really. Alucard. And he needs to be Excuse voiced me? by Crispin Freeman. Just kidding. He is. Okay. Castlevania. I've watched Castlevania. I still need to finish that show. 
We watched the first season good together, but I never yeah. continued. It's real good. I really liked it. It's very good. It gets good in the second season. I wonder yeah. if they're continuing it. I don't know. I think they, they said they are, but I don't know if they are right now. Hmm. Probably got a while. I really liked it. It was very, very violent. <laughs> and yeah. I enjoyed it. Extremely violent. Definitely not for kids. Yeah. But yeah, Helsing, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, that'll be cool. There's more and more anime adaptations coming out, which is cool. Wow. I guess. Probably. So excited. Yeah. You know, honestly, though, I, I didn't even really care about <laughs> the anime Helsing. I mean, it was good. Pretty sure I bought you a manga from the flea yeah, market once. I have it right there on my shelf. You're welcome. Yeah. Never read it. A good mango. Yeah, but <laughs> it's good. I have in my collection. So you're telling me you read your hentai manga, but you never read Helsing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Correct. I know. <laughs> Guy, I hate a girl on the shore. Uh-huh. 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 <sighs> okay, so Helsing, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I and guess the the other more vampire shit piece of news. Uh, this is this is crazy to me. So Demon Slayer just keeps crazy blowing everyone's minds. Um, so the Demon Slayer movie, mm-hmm. it uh, it has the revenue has exceeded over thirty eight point one billion yen, mm-hmm. which is a lot it's Which like what in dollars it's like 350 million oh that's pretty good yeah oh. sorry but, sorry about the somebody likes to drive their car real fast yeah you gotta go fast yeah gotta go fast you know yeah. sonic sonic <laughs> <laughs> but uh that has made it the demon slayer movie has made more money than all 14 One Piece films combined. Well, which is just wild. I mean, that's not that surprising because nobody went and you saw any I'm of the One Piece movies. No one watches One Piece. Yeah. Um, Name one person you know. I met this one girl in one of my <laughs> college classes actually one time. This, this one time that uh, has oh, yeah? also caught up with One Piece. Um, and we were friends for a little bit, but then COVID happened and we never talked again. <laughs> well, Very unfortunate. Sounds like one of those made-up friends. You know? It sounds like one of those stories where it's like, I got a girlfriend in Canada. You know what? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It does sound like that. But <laughs> it's true. Sure. It's the you only person. someone else that likes One Piece. Yeah, sure. Where is she at now? I don't know. That's right. You don't. Yeah, she doesn't exist. You know what? You're probably right. Mm. I'll never meet someone else who watches one. Actually, so uh, my brother Lucas, he's been watching more One Piece recently. Does he like it? I think he's finally gotten to the point where, he... okay, I'm hesitant to say he likes it, but oh really? He, uh... I asked him to watch this one arc, right? And he finished that arc. <laughs> But he kept watching after it ended. Hmm. So to me, that's a good sign that and, and he likes and it a bit more now. 
How many episodes did that take? <laughs> so he's on. Uh, he just finished the Saba Saba Odi Archipelago, that arc. That was around episode uh, four hundred. Yeah. I wow. Think. So you're telling me. The one person you know that watches One Piece, that you pretty much made a good bargain. You made a you had to bargain with him, yeah, to get it, get him to watch it. He didn't like it until four hundred episodes in. Well, he likes it. Oh yeah. I just. Hmm. It's just yeah, but it only took four hundred. He just doesn't really like enjoy it. <laughs> And he would never watch it on his own if I didn't make a deal with it. See. But he likes it. He likes the characters. He likes the story. He likes the mysteries. Um, he just doesn't really enjoy most of the fights. And I can this, understand this that. This doesn't make One Piece sound very good. I know. <laughs> I feel like this podcast just does the opposite <laughs> of what I want. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. Uh, it does it does exactly what I want? You're gonna watch One Piece one of these days, and then we're gonna have a whole episode about it, <laughs> and it will be the best day of my life. I mean, we Ooh. don't really need an episode about it. I can just say, "Yeah, I watched it." Yeah, but you won't. Once you get invested <laughs> in One Piece, that's all you're gonna want to talk about. Yeah, Zoro puts swords in his mouth and Luffy stretches his arms real far and, you know, good times. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of clown pirates. There's only one. They're all clowns. Buggy. D-clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, More news? Uh, so... On April 8th, Netflix is going to release an anime called Way of the House Husband. What? <laughs> so that's a very popular manga, but I haven't read it yet. You know, this sounds but like another hentai. This sounds good. It's about this, uh, I could be wrong. I'm not sure exactly what it's about, but from what I remember, it's about, like, this member of the Yakuza. Mm. Who has to become like a, a house pu Yakuza? Husband. Yakuza. The Yakuza? I feel like both pronunciations are wrong of that. But... Is it? I'm pretty, isn't it? Aren't they called the Yakuza? The, you know, the no, mafia? I'm in pretty Japan? sure it's Yakuza. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's Yakuza. Someone can correct us if they're listening to this. Probably. Maybe. You can correct yeah. Brady. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. I know I'm right. Because I'm always right. And I'm <laughs> myself. So he he's a, you know, those classic, oh, I'm a bad boy and now I have to take care of regular. Yeah, basically. Things. Yeah. But nice. Seems like a funny funny manga or funny anime once it comes out it's like the live action version or the anime version of the uh, pacifier i've never seen Vin it. diesel or uh 
you know how like every wrestler or muscle dude has to do those movies where they have to like take care of kids yep mm. <laughs> oh man those movies are so ridiculous there's a lot of those movies now that I, I think about it <laughs> wow pretty sure The Rock has done like two yeah I remember was it called the the game plan yeah that like football one yeah, where mm-hmm. he had to take care of like his his daughter that he yeah. didn't know he had or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, have to, I haven't thought about that in <laughs> years. I think I watched that on Disney Channel. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I did too. Man. Why are there so many movies like that? That's, that's so strange. I don't know. That's, it's a thing they have to do. It's like in the contract or something. Anyway. Weird. Is that it? Yeah. Wow, you, that's I really, all the news you have? Yeah, I really couldn't find any. And by that, I mean I didn't care to look <laughs> until five minutes before we started. So, Well, I did your job for you, and I have news. Oh, you news. have news? Mm-hmm. Wow. Of course I have news. Crazy. I come prepared. Yeah, Unlike okay. you. Yeah. That's an interesting picture on Instagram. Okay. You know... When you follow, like, anime Instagram accounts, they post some uh, questionable pictures. Sometimes. Yeah, and there's a lot of cringy things. Like, even, like, I don't really fo- follow, or, well, I use the, the uh, podcast Instagram to follow things, and I don't really even follow that many, like, things with it. I just, I follow Funimation, and sometimes they post really interesting things. Yeah. Anyway. Anime Expo has oh. uh, dropped a letter about uh, what's going on this year and uh, apparently uh, Anime Expo uh, will not let's see they said they won't be uh, having a they're like normal Anime Expo they won't be holding it at a convention center are they having a virtual Anime yeah, Expo the Anime Expo Lite ah hmm the online anime expo stuff, you know. I miss conventions so much. I know. We still got to go to anime expo eventually, even yeah, though like even though I, it'll be nuts. I want to go to anime expo, but I also don't because I know it'll just be. It's it's gonna be awful. So it'll just be lines crowded. Yeah. I don't even think we'll be able to get signatures. Which is awful. That's my favorite part. But speaking of uh, conventions, that reminds me actually. Um, so NDK said oh, yeah, I was wondering about NDK. Um, that right now they're still planning to have it this year because Ooh. come September you know Should with all okay. of you know all of the vax you know vaccinations being rolled out yeah you know it'll probably be better so right now mm-hmm. they're optimistic so I was about to say I'm like that'd be well, that's interesting that uh, Denver will hold their anime convention and not LA but then I was like wait Los Angeles is a lot more crazy lockdown yeah. than we are right now, too. For sure. So, I was, you know, it's not surprising that Anime Expo is not going to do yeah. anything. And Anime Expo is just... Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Much I really hope DK happens. Convention. Me, too. Conventions are so yeah. much fun. Are you going to wear your fursuit? <sighs> Take pictures with You everyone? know what? Tell you what, Daniel. Yeah. I will wear my fursuit to the convention. I know what you're about to ask me. <laughs> if you watch One Piece. Okay. 
I don't have a fursuit, by the way. It was uh, custom made for me uh, by a friend for my birthday as a joke. It wasn't a joke. To them, it wasn't. Yeah, it was a real birthday present. You're yeah. really going to call someone's birthday and present was... to you a joke? So, the only <laughs> reason I still keep that furry, the furry costume is because... Oh, that was a very so you, important you, birthday you birthday for me, and it, it changed a lot of things about my life, and I hold a lot of sentimental value You're to right, it. I bet it did. I bet it changed <sighs> a lot of things. A lot of sentimental value. I, you know, not a judge. I'm more, too tired more, more, more power to you. Let's move on. <laughs> God. I'm not a furry. Just You're just not? wanna Just want to make that clear. Oh, interesting. Can I talk about furry story, please? No. No. Why not? What furry story? Well, I'm not going to deny it. Of course you have a furry story. I mean, I bet you have a lot, don't you? No, we won't talk about that yet. I do. We won't talk about that yet. It's all because of you, Daniel. This rumor is your fault. Which you're rumor? the one who started it. I don't know what you're talking about. It's How is it a rumor when it's true? Tell me that. Huh? Gonna mute myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh? Is that it? Is that I it for your it. news? I think that's it for oh, my news. Cool. Is that, we have? Is that all we have for news? That's all I had. That's all I had. Oh, cool. There you go. I think that's all I had. You sure that's all you had? I, I'm sure. Are you I, sure? I mean, I only did like three minutes of research, so. All you gotta do is just come prepared and you don't ever do that. Listen, okay, my life is busy. I uh, had to work this morning and I got a haircut afterwards and that took forever. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, did we talk about this last time? The, the last airbender's returning? Yeah, I think we did. I guess I think I, th- I think what they said is they're gonna do a movie and then a show. Yeah, which which is good. I'm I'm a fan of. Very that. excited for. And then any more Avatar content. Um, I guess for well, I guess for also for like pop culture news. Uh, there's talks of a Superman movie, but a black Superman. Whoa. Will it be? be um, I wouldn't mind. I mean, as long as Superman's done right, I don't really don't care. Same. Will it be the who same? plays him? Same actor? No, it'll What's be Michael B. Jordan. More or sorry, it won't be him. But they're in, they're trying to talk. I mean, the rumor is that it's gonna be him. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, so you you meant black Superman? Yes. <laughs> I thought I thought you were just talking about like the black suit. <laughs> no, that's in the Snyder cut. Though. Okay, that makes more sense. That's cool then. Mm-hmm. I I guess that. Yeah, I think it'd yeah. be interesting. Just don't make him a boring character. Yeah, don't make him some like edgy, cringy dude that just only cares about sadness and depression and everybody that he's lost. I yeah. mean, you know, you can get there, but like, Superman's more of like a symbol of hope and looking to the light side of things, and like he's you know Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Like just a charming, very uplifting personality. He's the hope we need. Tom Welling. You know my what? My favorite Superman. My favorite version of Superman is 
Do I even want to know? <laughs> Brightburn. I hate that movie. I'm joking. It's a terrible movie. That I mean, so dumb. It, it really is. It is a terrible movie, but no I enjoy motivation. it. <laughs> I think it's just, such a bad movie. I think movie. it's just such a fun movie. Oh, it was so bad. There's no motivation behind why his character's oh, bad. Oh, sure. It's completely awful, but just as like a popcorn flick, you know? Terrible. I, I just think it's fun. Not even I think it had like fun flick. deaths in terms of horror movies. Like, it was alright. I liked it. You would. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, that's it? That's all the news? That's all the news. That's it. That's it. That's the one, Marv. I'm so glad there wasn't One Piece news. Well, technically, I did talk about One Piece because Demon Slayer surpassed One Piece, so... I'm going to try to include One Piece some way, somehow, every week in the news. One Piece doesn't need to ever be included. Dude, Chapter 1006 just came out. Yeah, we just said that it was terrible. No, I was talking about 1005, because mm-hmm. I haven't read 1006 yet, because I'm too busy all the time. Well, no, I wanted to stay Chapter 1006 up. is also terrible. Why is that, Daniel? Why I don't want to spoil it for people. You know, it's okay. No, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Did you read it? No. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. I don't care about spoilers this time. Just uh... I do. Okay. <laughs> I care. Did you read Chapter 1000, though? What do you think of that? Anyway. <laughs> I think okay. it's time to get into our topic. To get into... Our topic. Yeah. What is our topic for the day, Daniel? It's been such a long time. I can't remember anymore. Take your time. Where are we? We're in a... Uh... Well, of course I know the topic. <laughs> <laughs> the topic is our favorite films. Yeah. Not anime films, just just regular films. Oh, or not just, anime films. I don't. I, I, I mean, we can talk about anime films. General. Yeah, just films in general. But I mean, I mean, I don't think we'll talk many anime. It's not films. just anime this time. No, probably gonna talk more regular films though. Yeah. So you you go for you can go first since you know. Oh man, you always insist. So. <laughs> Do I feel like I don't? <laughs> I feel like you always tell me to go first. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, should I do an anime Whatever film? you believe. Or a regular film first? I don't care. So, you know, my favorite... I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Whatever you prefer. I guess, I guess I'll do this one first. So, it's... You better not be a one-piece film. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll get to that later. Oh, God. So, um... Nobody cares about One Piece. Clearly, Demon Slayer outsold all of them combined. Demon Slayer's not that great, though. Exactly. What does that say about One Piece? Stop talking. (laughs) I am just pointing out the facts. Sure. And the analytics. So... Mm-hmm. My favorite movie of all time is A Silent Voice. But that I'm not going to talk about that That's one yet. Great movie. So, my second favorite movie of all time is 
a movie called Perks of Being a Wallflower? You've Never seen... heard of it. You've seen it, right? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a couple, okay. quite okay. a few yeah. times. That's what I thought. It's a great movie. I would have been really surprised if you didn't see it. Uh, I have a lot of reasons. I, I like that movie. Um, it's a good film. I feel like that, that film is just such an eerily like reflection of my own life and of my own high school life. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I watched that movie for the first time like the day before my junior year started. Hmm. My junior year was when tons of crazy shit happened to me. Um, it's when I got into the play and met a bunch of new people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Perks follows this, you know, this teenager who is going into high school for the first time. It's rather doesn't he? Doesn't he start off rather depressed? Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty depressed the whole movie. I, yeah. I'd say he's uh, definitely got like a yeah, lot he, of issues. He has issues, and he has a lot of built up trauma over his past yeah don't we all well yeah but his, relatable his his name is charlie and charlie charlie <laughs> um but i really related to him when i first watched it um, yeah and i mean i still do uh just how he dealt with things in school how he acted around people yeah and how he found a group of friends was so similar to to my own life and how I found friends. Yeah. Like, he, he found two best friends, um, Sam and Patrick, right? And then I also Hermione found... Hermione Granger, you mean? Yes. And The Flash. And The Flash. Yeah. And then in my life, I also found, like, my own two best friends, and there's a lot of... Yeah. You, find, you found your Hermione and Flash? Yeah, I found my own Sam and Patrick, and... That was pretty crazy, and we were really good friends for a while. But there's a, a a lot of drama surrounding that. Yeah, those two people, and I won't get into that. But <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, because after like finding a group of friends, there's a lot of things that happen in my life that made me depressed. And yeah. do you remember the scene in? That's kind of personal, I guess. Uh, but do you remember the scene? in it where he's he's crying he's having a panic attack and he just tells himself to just stop crying yeah stop crying you know that that's so relatable yeah i feel like that happens so many times to me you just you tell yourself to stop crying yeah that's definitely relatable i mean if you've ever had a panic attack or anxiety attack it's i mean you know the movie does a really good job at representing that and what it feels like. Yeah. And what a person goes through when it's when they have that. Yeah. And then the, the final line in the film, the final scene, where he says, we are infinite. Yeah. I feel like I spent my entire high school life trying to achieve what that felt like. Then by the end of it, I feel like I finally did achieve that feeling where yeah. I felt infinite with my friends. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's a really, really nice movie. It's I really, really like it. It's a really good coming of age story. Yeah, and it's a really, it's a different. I think it's, it's pretty different from every other coming of age story, really. Yeah, and on the surface, I feel like it seems like it, it just looks like your typical teen school movie. Yeah, 
but it's it's so much more than that. That reminds kind of reminds me at the end when he says like when he's writing that message and he says we are infinite and it reminds me of uh, the Breakfast Club when yeah the nerd kids writing that letter at the end to them. Yeah, I I feel like it definitely has Breakfast Club vibes. I love the Breakfast Club. Yeah, is that on your list? I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say. I mean, who hasn't seen the Breakfast Club? It's a wonderful film. Great, another great coming of age story about just teens and not just like a singular teen but like many different teens i think i think in a way it's very relatable to breakfast club because with breakfast club you take that era of all the different groups of teenagers you know like you have your preppy girl you have your kid that's a badass you have the nerd and all the jock and all that and then perks kind of moves into almost this nowadays high school experience where you kind of have a lot of different people you have uh uh the one kid that you have our main character who has a lot of problems who's kind of just an anxiety driven character who's traumatized by his past and you have i mean in a way it's very similar but i mean in a way it takes more of a dynamic of today's high schoolers but even today it's always changing like since we've been out of high school, we there's it's just evolved into a whole different jungle. Yeah. But I mean, Especially there's, now. There's a lot of similarities. Because, yeah, I mean, they all, so. even in the Breakfast Club, they all have a traumatic past that they talk about that's still relatable to this day. It's a good movie. Yeah. Both of yeah. those movies are incredible. I watch Perks. Wonderful. I try to watch Perks, like, a couple times each year. Yeah. And each time it always hurts me <laughs> it's right in the heart yeah it's a good movie it's always nice. reminds me of my past mm. but at the same time just live in it always reminds me that uh, you can always find that infinite feeling again remember remember who you are <laughs> you are my son Yes. <laughs> you think you're so funny. <laughs> Simba. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, what's your first movie? My first movie? Oh, man. You know, I'll start off with this one. I love, I mean, it's it's a pretty close toss-up, but my favorite of all this series of movies is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like, I mean, first, first off, it has my favorite opening scene in any cinematic, in cinematic history. Like, what a beautiful opening scene. Like, just first you have the you're following this guy you don't even see his face for a while like it takes a while we're following these people through a jungle you kind of just see his hat and you see this guy in a leather jacket and a fedora and you're kind of just following through the forest and then a guy pulls a gun on him and he whips the gun out of his hand like wow like really great and then you have the whole thing when he's in the temple and he's running that classic scene of him you know i mean 
movies yeah, have iconic. Oh yeah, movies have taste like taken from this of him just running away from this giant boulder. Uh, it's part of the ride at Disneyland. I mean, it's it's so iconic, and it's such a great opening to any movie. Like just to just such a beautiful opening to a film that I just I could watch that by itself and be happy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I it's great. I feel like I've never really thought about that oh, that yeah. much before. But that's really the the perfect introduction of oh, yeah. of his character. And I mean, he doesn't talk a lot. Like he really doesn't have many lines. But you kind of get who this character is. You kind of get this aspect of like this is this gritty dude who's using this whip to, for all kinds of things and you know, he's very like he's not afraid. Uh, he's yeah. adventurous. I feel and like then, that's you know. the perfect example of oh, yeah. show don't tell. Yeah, oh yeah. It sets up his character beautifully. And then, you know, then we move through the rest of the film and I really like I just really like the film in general. It has great progression. I mean it is a little slower uh than a lot of the other ones, but I think I mean and the only the one that I think would definitely compete with this one would be The Last Crusade. Which is a great movie, you know. Sean Connery playing his dad, which is great. Uh, and that whole, like, that whole back and forth between them was just, it's so funny. And it's just iconic. But I just, I really love that first movie. Yeah. So. Just something about it. And I love this pit of snakes. I hate it's a great snakes. scene. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Yeah. I, I barely remember anything yeah. about the, the, the last two films or i guess the last three films since since there's four um but i remember we watched the the first one over quarantine yeah and that was that was fun it's so good you don't remember any of the other ones i mean i remember them but not enough like i remember bits and parts of temple of doom and I remember really liking it, and I remember it really scaring me as a kid. <laughs> There's but some I always enjoyed it. Pretty crazy. He yeah. like rips a heart. At this, like the guy, like the temple dude, rips a heart out of some guy's chest. Yeah. I always remember that Probably one being my more. favorite. Favorite out of out of the three. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Interesting. Or out of the four. A lot of people, a lot of people don't really like that movie that much. I like it. I love. I think Temple of Doom is great. I mean, there's some parts in it that are not that great, but like, Short Round is funny. Yeah, I love Short Round. And I love the minecart scene in that movie. There's a scene when they're just like in that minecart, yeah, like I remember going that. all through those tunnels. That was crazy, but like an amazing. Like, it looks so good yeah. for the time it's in. Like, looked amazing. Yeah, I I really need to rewatch that movie. I remember mm-hmm. nothing about the Last Crusade. Really? That's an. Um, I remember Last nothing. Crusade's I don't great. even remember what it's about. It's great. It's really good. Him and his dad are so funny. It's a good movie. Yeah. I don't. Indiana I don't Jones. even remember his dad being in it. Oh, I love Indiana Jones. See, I named my cat after Indiana Jones. Indy. Indy boy. And I named my cat after My Hero Academia. I named. I named him Quirk. I'm surprised you didn't name him Luffy. No, <laughs> I wouldn't name my cat Luffy. I would name him, I would name him like Chopper or something. Is that the cat in it? The cat. What is that thing in One Piece? 
He's a reindeer. He ate the human human fruit. And so now he is like he looks more human and he can change in size. So it's Rudolph? Basically, yeah, actually. <laughs> wow. I mean, I his backstory is more no complex wonder, than that. No but... wonder nobody watches this show. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Anyway, what, what's what's your what, what other film you got? What is another one? Uh, what is it? Which one do I want to talk about? Um, what is what it is? So, this is a movie I rewatched uh, pretty recently, actually. Um, have you seen 500 Days of Summer? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. I, I love that movie. It's probably in my top five favorite of all time. Good old um, Joseph Gordon and Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. I love those two actors so much. Yeah. They're so great. It's not a love story. It's not a love story. But that's why it's amazing. Yeah. I, I want to see 500 Days of Autumn. I don't. I feel like if if they made that movie, it would just ruin the whole point of Five Hundred Days of Summer. I bet you. I bet you they end up making that. No. I mean, think no. about it. They re- they make sequels and remake crap all the time. Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe it's not that popular though, for them to remake it. Yeah, not right now. I really like that movie because every time I watch it, I leave it with a new perspective. Hmm. It's the first time I watched it. You know, I thought I thought Summer was oh yeah she she's awful she's a bitch, you know like why she treated him so poorly like yeah. she's clearly in the wrong here. But then the next I'd... time I watched it, I was like, nah maybe maybe not. Hmm. You know she was always like you know honest with him and told him what she wanted in the relationship it's true i mean it's it's just kind of that thing where it's it's uh, it's interesting because it's one of those movies where one person falls in love with the the other person but the other person doesn't really fall in love with the other person yeah so it's like i mean you don't you don't want to hurt them and you you don't it's I mean it's it's hard to tell someone that loves you that you don't love them like it's very difficult yeah, it, and you know he made it pretty difficult for her yeah I I agree and one of my favorite parts about the movie is yeah. that I I feel like it just portrays relationships in a realistic way yeah as you know most of the time when you like break up with someone. Or, or something, or get into a fight with someone you love. Yeah. Um, it's easy to think that you know you're you're in the right, that you're right, you're yeah. you didn't do any wrong in the situation. But the truth is that both parties probably were in the wrong. Yeah. You know, and both of them did things that upset each other, and it's not so black and white. Yeah. And that's why I love that movie so much is because both of them are just really flawed people. Yeah. You know, neither one of them are in the right. Neither one of them are in the wrong. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed uh, just 
that their take on relationships yeah. i guess i like at first i it's like you kind of i kind of don't like the movie because it's like oh this guy's just gonna be locked on this girl forever yeah and like i mean but it's it's true a lot of a lot of times, I mean, it can be guys or girls, but a lot of time, a person can just be so locked on to someone that, mm-hmm. like, they think, that's the only person for me. There's nobody else out there. I can't have, like, they're perfect. I need them. And it's like, no, if they were perfect, they would want you. Yeah, exactly. But, like, and then, and I, li- I like the movie, how it ends with him finding Autumn. Because it's like, okay, like, now, like, we get into more of a realistic scenario where there's other fish in the sea. Exactly. Like, just because you don't, just because you find a girl that you really like, but things just don't really click, things aren't really working out, it happens. Like, it's sad, and it really sucks, and it hurts, but it happens. But I think a lot of the times people don't realize is you got to just move on. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much more out there than this one person. Yeah, and... And it, there could be a person that... Like, and you don't even realize there's a better person out there for you, but you're so blinded that you can't... You don't even see that better person out there. You're so blinded by this person that you think they're perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I, I remember watching that movie, too, when I was really hung up on this one girl. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a totally... At that point, I... I came away from it with a totally different perspective than I do now. Cause it was like, Oh yeah, I relate. I relate to Tom and how he, yeah. he feels and how it just makes your life miserable. But I feel like in reality, I was kind of just doing that to myself. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's true. I mean, like she wasn't really trying to do that to him. Like, no. She was trying to be as nice as possible, but man, like he made it really hard for her. And in a sense, it's it's not just his fault. It's not like oh he yeah, did all this it, wrong. Exactly. I mean, it is, it's both and sides. I, I feel like there's there's some things yeah. Summer did wrong too. Yeah, I mean, you you can't lead someone on I, as long. As I she feel like did. she definitely did lead him on a bit. Oh yeah, and even Quite when, a lot. uh, in my mo- most recent rewatch of it, I I noticed. Because later in the movie she gets engaged to a different different yeah. guy, but she doesn't tell him that she has an engagement party and yeah. invites him to her engagement party without telling him it's her engagement party. And I'm like, that's okay, that's awful. that's kind of it's kind of messed up, and yeah. I've never really noticed that part of it before. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty awful, but I think that, yeah, I honestly it's. I mean, it, it's pretty realistic because I've seen it in real life before. I mean, this scenario has happened multiple times to multiple people I've known. Yeah. But in a way, it's it's it is both sides' fault. I mean, you can't you can't lead someone on like that. Like you like you really just have to let them go as soon as possible. Like if you really don't like someone, like or if you really it's not that you don't like them, but if you know like you don't want to be with this person you don't want to marry this person yeah and you just, know that or be with the, this person the other for a person while. wants more and you exactly. don't you know yeah you don't want to just it's 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 rude and painful to lead someone on for as long as possible when you know you don't because as the sooner you can cut it off the sooner you end it the less pain there's going to be there's always it's always going to be painful 
Mm-hmm. It's always going to be annoying, or, or not annoying, but um, it's always going to be, I guess, annoying, but it's always going to, like, just really suck to try and deal with that and, like, have that person get over that. But the sooner you do it, the faster the healing process kicks in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, he also needs to move on. And... Yeah, and he, he needed to work on himself a lot. <laughs> yeah, he did. But no, I, I really movie. enjoyed that movie. It's a good movie. Just about two people and relationships, but it's not a love story. It's not a love story. It's a love story. No. Yeah. Good romance. Yeah. Dude, uh, speaking of 500 Days of Summer, just piggybacking off of that, I, I don't know if I told you this before, actually, um, but the the director of that film, Mark Webb, right, I think? The guy who made Spider-Man, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. He's doing, doing Your Name. Yeah, he's doing the live action of Your Name. Yeah. Which we know. Cool. You've already told us all. Have I? Yeah. I probably have. Gosh. I don't know. You but that's cool because <laughs> I I feel like he just has. I think it'll be good. He just understands relationships so well. Yeah. So that makes me a little optimistic for your name. I mean, you know, every even though you're like a really good director, I'll, I'll say this: even though you're a really good director, doesn't mean you're not gonna have a bad movie because plenty of great directors. I've had really shit movies. Oh, no, I I agree. And there's definitely... And then they go on to do great Definitely things, a good yeah. chance the live action Your Name will be awful. Yeah. But, but you know, even even in the like he's just, he's Amazing the Spider-Man movies, yeah, I feel like the best parts of those movies were... Um, yeah, Gwen you know, and, Spi- and Pete. Yeah, Gwen and Peter, you know? Mm-hmm. Just their relationship. Yeah, They I had agree. such good chemistry. And, yeah, I feel like... If he can do that in your name, yeah, it'll be great. It's true. He does. He does a pretty good job. We'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah, we'll see. What's your next movie? My next film. You know, it's probably not a lot of people's favorite Christopher Nolan movie, and it's probably not that great of a movie in general. But I think it's really, like, when I saw it the first time, I was pretty amazed. I was like, wow, this thing's crazy. I I mean, I think, I mean, there's definitely a lot of flaws in this movie. Especially with, like, the uh, representation of, like, female characters. But that's just the biggest flaw in every Nolan movie. Hmm. Uh, But I love The Prestige. Oh, yeah. I I really like The Prestige. You get to watch Wolverine and Batman battle it out. Yeah, I I need to rewatch that movie. I I remember movie. just being so mind blown watching yeah. that movie. I think it's kind of one of his. his he did it before Inception, and it's kind of he, he really takes some crazy twists and turns in this movie. And I think it's just a it's a really fun movie. But it's like I I also love like that era of time. Like it's like I love like what is it, the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. It's really, like, a fun time. Like, I love that kind of, like, arrow in movies. And I also like magic. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just kind of, like, a really fun little movie that uh, takes a lot of really crazy turns. Like, you just don't expect 
a lot of where that movie's going. I think it's just a fun movie to be like, you're watching these two magicians just <laughs> take a lot out on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Practically try and murder each other to make sure there's acts. Yeah, they're always trying to yeah. one-up each other. And, Literally. But then it just gets so complex yeah. and so confusing. It's crazy. so crazy. Like, they, they just one-up each other to the point of insanity. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I mean, to the point of insanity that they're just, like, ruining their personal lives. Yeah. <laughs> and their relationships with everybody. I mean, it's interesting because, I guess I'll try not to spoil it too much, but you watch the movie, and they in the, mo- in the beginning of the movie, the guy tells them to go study this older uh, Chinese magician who does this fishbowl trick, and they're talking about how he does it. Uh, and it's just this frail old man who's doing it. And Christian Bale's character is like, well, it's the act is that he's acting like he is a frail old man when he's not really that frail of an old man. Like, But he has to act like that consistently through his entire life. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this interesting idea that like you have to literally, if you want to have the best trick, if you really want to have the best magic trick of all, is you just have to completely have everyone fooled. Because he does tell this kid, he shows this girl, uh, well, this girl he's uh, flirting with, her nephew comes to one of his shows he's helping with, and after the show he shows the kid a coin trick, and he tells the kid, he's like, he's like, don't tell anybody uh, the secret, because they'll ask you and they'll keep bothering you for it, but, like, once they know the secret, you're nothing to them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like all these little insights and little clues they drop in there. I think it's a fun movie, and it's very well shot. I love the aesthetic. It's a good film. Yeah, I, I really like it. Oh, yeah. Are you watching closely? Are you watching closely? I feel like the first time I watched that movie, didn't you show it to me? I want to say we watched it at, like, Probably. Like 5 a.m. <laughs> or something like that. Probably. Just like really early in the morning or late like at night. I usually show that film to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I probably did. It's a great movie. Yeah. We always watch things at 5 a.m. Yep. <laughs> we got to do it again. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Let me see. What else is on my list? I guess I'll do this one. Uh, so this is a movie I watched. Yeah. Only like a month ago. Uh, for the first time, and I think I talked to you about it a little bit, but it immediately became one of my favorite movies. It's by far my favorite horror movie of all time now. Um, but The Shining. I love the show. I love that movie so much. I mean... Nice. Wow, what an idiot. He dropped his phone. What an idiot. Bernie dropped his phone. What a a loser. What a loser. He dropped my phone. Yeah, I did. I dropped your phone. Did you knock it off? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what? I like The Shining... But I really hate that director. I don't hate him. I just, man, his movies drive me nuts. No, I understand that. And with what he... 
what he did in The Shining because I I like looked up stuff because yeah. The Shining was just so intriguing, and so I went down this whole whole rabbit hole of of theories and the director and like stuff he's done. Yeah, Stanley um, Kubrick's a psychopath. Yeah. He was a psychopath. But yeah, I heard that in the movie he made the the actors reshoot the same scene over and over and over and over again, even though they were doing yeah. fine. Well, and they could have used like one of the first takes. He just wanted them to like start to become insane from doing it so many times to get like exaggerated expressions. The the main the main person he was trying to drive insane in which he so this movie actually holds the record for the most amount of takes of a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the actor he was trying to drive insane. He wasn't he he wasn't so much driving the other actors that crazy. Yeah. But. Wasn't it, uh, the, what's her name? The girl? I know her name. Yeah, I feel like I should know her name, too. But it was, uh, so, well, when I look up the name, while she was, uh, doing the scene where she's swinging the axe up the stairs, uh, he made her do that, like, 120-some times, I think it was. Okay, yeah, I, I, I did read about that, actually. And he would also, like... Uh, Google's being dumb. But the, uh, so, he also kind of like, uh, made all the actors, uh, oh yeah, Shelley Duvall. That's right. So, she, he, he like really wanted to like drive her crazy. So he yeah, made her like swing that axe up the stairs like 150, 100 and something times. Which holds the record for the most amount of takes in a film. Yeah, and it, like you said, not because she d- wasn't getting it right, but just to like exhaust her and drive mm-hmm. her crazy. And he also like made the other actors like ignore her and all the crew ignore her. Yeah. And like. Yeah, I I remember reading just, about that and <laughs> just torture her basically, just because like he wanted to bring it out in the film because she is like in the film she like loses her mind. Yeah. And like is very tortured. And so he just decided he wanted to, like, actually bring out that emotion, which is insane, because... Yeah. I mean, it... it I guess it paid off. Like, it, you can definitely yeah. see that in the film, but... But it should be... Like, it, at what cost? Like, you shouldn't do yeah. that to one of your actors just no. to get a better, better scene. Oh, no. It should be an actor's choice. It should be kind of more of, like... An actor should be more in agreement that they want to go through this much method acting. Like if, like, kind of like Heath Ledger or Daniel mm-hmm. Day-Lewis, especially Daniel Day-Lewis, like for The Last of the Mohicans, he lived, uh, well, Last of the Mohicans kind of, he, he kind of, it's a movie where he, uh, he is kind of a part of a Native American tribe and whatnot. But in the movie, he like, he's running through a forest with like a 12 pound I can't remember like a really heavy gun a really heavy rifle and as he's running he learns he's like shooting they're hunting a deer and so he's running and shooting at the same time and he's actually doing that in the movie because he actually practiced it for a very long time on how to run and shoot and he lived in like the forest secluded from everyone for a very long time learned how to he taught himself how to build canoes which they used the canoes he built in the movie 
And so, and like Daniel Day Lewis is an crazy, is an insane method actor. But he's kind of like it's his choice. He's wanting to do this. Whereas Shelley Duvall, I don't think she was really wanting to be tortured to the yeah, extent he tortured her. I'm pretty sure she's come up and talked about it and yeah. said how much of a horrible experience that was. Yeah. And I mean, have you have you seen any of other Kubrick's films? Uh There's like I, Clockwork Orange. I haven't seen that. That's why it's shut. It's so awful. Yeah, I haven't I mean, seen that I mean, people may like it, but I just um, did not like that movie at all. What was uh, what's his other most popular film? I feel like I watched that one once. Uh, well, there's 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, that one. I, you watched I, that? I think I saw that like once when I was really young, but I barely remember it. It's it's a it's an interesting uh, film. Uh, so there's 2001: Space Odyssey, The Shining, Eyes Wide Shut, Clockwork Orange, Doctor Strange Love, Full Metal Jacket. I mean, he's done a lot of really just messed up films. Yeah, Clockwork Orange. I didn't. Uh, I'm never gonna watch that again. I mean, it was interesting. I mean, Eyes Wide Shut is interesting too, but it's just. Uh, Gosh, it's they're just hard to watch. Yeah, it's like the um, it's the same. It's like like there's a couple directors I just can't stand watching. Like uh, the guy who did Black Swan and Mother. Ooh. And uh, I never saw Rec Black Ring Swan, but man, that movie sounds. Darren Aronofsky. It's just sounds rough. <laughs> oh, he makes some of just the most brutal movies like we watch it and it's just they're so brutal to watch i think black swan definitely isn't as brutal as like mother and uh requiem for a dream which are just uh they're just i don't ever want to watch them again (laughs) but the shining i i feel like as soon as i finished it i wanted to watch it again yeah that movie is one of the most compelling just intriguing mysterious films i've ever seen it's really good. The fact that no one knows what the final shot of that that film really means just yeah. freaks me out. I mean, that's why Kubrick was a genius too. Because I mean, Kubrick's crazy, but he's a genius filmmaker just because he really like knew how to build that curiosity and that questioning and that cinematic experience of like walking out of the movie theater and trying to figure out what the heck happened mm-hmm. and what did that mean yeah but like no one knows what what it's about really no one knows the truth some people well, think it's really about how yeah. he's alluding to how he faked the space or the moon landing you know some people think that because there's like some like images like danny the kid he wears like a shirt that says something about it um at some point in the movie Uh, so some people think he's he's alluding to that so funny um i don't know there's there's a lot of different theories of what that movie could be about damn but it's so interesting steven stephen king 
does not like no, yeah, that I, movie. I know Stephen right. King hates it. And I and he tried to make his own version of The Shining. And yeah, I heard it's, that. yeah, I heard it's awful. It's like a TV series, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it, he does... Kubrick strays far from yeah, Stephen like, King's Yeah, I feel book. like his hatred for the movie is justified. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did completely change it a lot, I'm pretty yeah, he, sure. He I never co- read he it. He completely changed it. Yeah, I never read it either, but... Yeah, from what I've heard, he completely changed it. But And I feel like with just how he treated yeah you know his actors stephen king didn't like yeah i just feel like he wasn't a fan of stanley kubrick as a person in general so that could be part of it too did you see dr no Uh uh-uh yes that's if you like the shining you should watch dr no dr no is that the second sequel dr sleep dr sleep dr no is james bond Doctor Sleep. I haven't seen that though. Doctor Sleep was great. Yeah, it was really good. I I really liked it. I really want to watch it. I suggest it. If you like The Shining, you really would like Doctor Sleep. Yeah, and it's weird because I think Stephen King has slightly come around on the film Shining, just because Doctor Sleep references more the film version, I believe, because Mm. it still sticks true. To being a sequel of the the film Doctor Sleep sticks true to being the f- sequel to the film The Shining, mm-hmm. I think more than the, does the book. Who, and usually Stephen King doesn't write sequels. Who is the director for Doctor Sleep? Do you know? It's a good question. Not Kubrick because he's dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> but rest in peace, I guess. Yeah. Rest in I peace. Mean, not a very good man, I don't think good director but not a good person i don't know he could have done better mike flanagan i've heard that name before he's done uh what's he done yeah i have no idea what else he's done what have you done mike definitely heard that name before yeah oh yeah he's done uh oh he was a writer on haunting of hill house oh hmm Interesting. Well, Doctor Sleep was kind of a big breakthrough Dude, for him. He's if, done quite a bit of. If he was a writer on Haunting of Hill House, that he's done Hush and. Dude, Hush was such a good horror movie. He did. Did you ever see Hush? Huh. It was so I great. Never did. It was about this, uh, yeah, this deaf girl, and this like serial killer was trying to break into her home but she was deaf so she couldn't hear any of the Mm -hmm. things happening and it was just her trying to like outsmart the killer and it was really it was really cool interesting oh oh see he's the I'm pretty sure he's the creator of Haunting of Hill House really yeah ooh then that gives me a lot of I can see that that makes me even more excited for Dr. Sleep yeah he did a great job with Dr. Sleep Haunting of Hill House and Hush mm-hmm. are amazing. I mean, Doctor Doctor Sleep could be one of my favorite films. I mean, there's a scene in it that's very traumatizing, but it's still a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's really good, dude. And it's Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. I love Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's great. He was good in it. He plays Danny, grown up. It's really good. Sounds amazing. Anyway, where am I? I guess we're at an hour and fifteen minutes already. Yeah. Holy crap. Jeez. Anyway, um, I guess I'll mention one more movie. Yeah. For myself. 
It's hard because I just have so many movies I love. Same. You know, a movie I always really did love, though, as a kid, was probably Superman. The first Superman, Chris, the first Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Did you ever see that? I'm sure I did at some point. I mean, it's 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 corny and it's but hoaxy. But I don't remember but any it's of it. Such a it's he does such a good job at being Superman. Like Christopher Reeve was one of the best Superman. I mean, it was a great movie for its like for what they did for its time. Like, I mean, Christopher Reeve also had a lot of involvement. There's some great behind the scenes stuff about it. It's a crazy time on the film set apparently. Uh, but it was. I just always loved watching Superman and Superman 2 as a kid. I used to watch those movies all the time. But, I think another great superhero movie, I think my, I, I would have to say it's probably my favorite Batman film. Which a lot of people would probably say this is their favorite film. Uh, it would be The Dark Knight. I think that was just a great movie. Yeah. Like, that's some great filmmaking. I l- again, a movie with an amazing opening scene. That bank robbery was great. Like, one of the best bank rob robbery scenes I've ever seen. Like, it was just so interesting and just, <laughs> I don't know, it was great. Like, you didn't really expect that guy to, the silent guy to be Joker, mm-hmm. necessarily. And you're kind of like wondering, like, who are they robbing this for? And they start talking about, oh yeah, it's for the Joker. You know, a guy wears face paint or whatever. And I like I like Nolan's universe of Batman because it kind of provides this like realistic version of like if Batman were to actually exist and if the Joker were to actually exist, he wouldn't be some guy that just like fell into a pit of acid. He's just a really messed up person. Yeah, which is that's I, yeah, a I, genius. I loved that. Which yeah. Is what they said they were going to do with Superman in Man of Steel, but that's not at all what they did. Man of Steel was so stupid. Zack Snyder... Best best to him, but I just... He just... I don't think he really knows how to capture... Like, he... He's good at capturing, like, depression, I guess. Which is why he's good at zombie movies. Hmm. Like, he's really good at capturing that, like, gray universe. He did Sucker Punch, which was interesting, but I just I just don't think he really fits the role to be directing Superman. Yeah. Like, it's Superman is more uplifting than it is, like... It's, he's just such a depressed Superman that it's just sad to watch. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I still love that actor, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's great. I look good at the Witcher. Like, I feel like he's perfect casting for Superman. Oh, he yeah. just they they're just awful at writing him. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. Movies. 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 We can always do a part two to this sometime too. Since yeah. There's always I'm sure more we movies both have to talk about. A lot more. Oh yeah. Wait, let me I do. I always have plenty. Of let movies. me do one more movie. No, oh, just one, just one more. 
No, it's over. So One Piece film Z so this, is amazing. On. By far my favorite One so, Piece movie. It was so emotional. Had a great fight, great animation. You know, it was, and it was only amazing. one. The villain was amazing. Yeah, the villain was amazing. <laughs> it felt canon even though it wasn't, and I feel like it totally could be canon. Had a had a really cool devil fruits in it. I really liked it. And they played a, a Nickelback cover oh, by Avril Lavigne in the credits, I and it was uh, really funny. Do not like Nickelback. I don't either. No it caught me so off guard. I was watching this One Piece movie, and then it ended, and then it Nickelback. ended with "How You Remind Me." The that played in the credits, and I'm like, "Wait, is this? That's why One Piece is this sucks. what I think it is right now? <laughs> what See, is happening? This is why nobody likes One Piece." No, it caught me so off guard, but it was so funny. Oh my gosh. Don't ever talk about that again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't keep that promise. Oh. You know what's another great movie? Hmm. Really quick, is The Hunt for the Wilder People. Have you ever seen that movie? Nope. Never even heard of it. Uh, it's one of Taiki wa- Taika Watiti's film. The guy oh. that directed Thor, uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, it's one of his films earlier. He also did uh, another great movie called Jojo Rabbit. I love, that's what I was, I was trying to think of what that was called. Yeah. I love Jojo Rabbit. It's a great movie. But if you like Jojo Rabbit, you should watch Hunt for the Wilder People. It's a great movie. It's so funny. Oh, it's got uh, Sam Neill, Sam Neill in it, the guy from Jurassic Park. Oh, it's great, cool. and it's got the kid from uh, Deadpool Two, the kid that's all angry with yeah, the fire yeah. fists. Huh. It's great. It's a really great movie. No, I mean I'm that, and there's so Sounds many like movies I, I could mention. Anything Taika, there's like which blind does, by the light. Yeah, Dude. there's so many movies I have to mention now that I'm thinking Dude, about it. There's there's so much. We'll have to do another episode. Yeah, for sure. Those are just kind of the. I think those are just kind of my basic films that I kind of grew up with loving it's not not necessarily like anything that's like mind-blowingly like great cinematic films but it's definitely really good yeah same oops nice anyway best we move on to uh, suggest one and only one suggestion oh man what do I one and only one. Yeah, I gotcha. One. Yeah. And only one. Yeah, no, I know. What do you got this Wait, week? Wait, one? One P. Okay. No. So, so, the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a book this time. Slash musical. Uh, what? <laughs> so a I. A book. Uh, you realize a book can't be a musical. You sure it it's can not be just a poem book? It was a musical first, and it was adapted into a book. And I'm reading the book right now. I haven't seen the musical, but I've listened to the soundtrack. Is it Hamilton? It's no, it's not Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I lo- it's, it was Hamilton, and now it's a history book. Um, but I've been reading it over the past few weeks, and I only have a couple chapters left, but I yeah. love it. It's called Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know if you've heard any of like the, the songs song. from mm-hmm. the musical Waving Through a Window. Mm-mm. It's it's so great. It's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fucked up, 
but it's mm. it's really good. It, it reminds me a lot of Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, it's about this, you know, it's another, like, coming-of-age story, I guess. Mm. Um, but the main character, Evan Hansen, uh, is very similar to, you know, a Charlie in your Perks. Yeah. You know, those, you know, socially outcast uh, teens who don't have many friends and are very yeah. depressed. Um, and at the start of the book, you know, he goes to school. It's a new school year. It's a senior year. Um, and he keeps trying to, his mom keeps telling him to put himself out there. You know, his therapist keeps telling him the same thing, you know, put himself out there, you know, try to make friends. He makes, he writes letters to himself every day. Interesting. And it starts with dear Evan Hansen, today's going to be a good day and here's why. And then he always tries to think of a reason why today will be good because it just helps him with depression, even though it doesn't, the letters don't really help him. Yeah. And then one day, uh, he talks to this kid named Connor Yeah. and they don't really, they're not friendly towards each other. Connor is kind of mean to him and thinks he's kind of weird. Um, but later on they kind of talk and they slowly start to learn that maybe they are more similar than they think. Um, but one day, Evan writes a, a letter to himself. And this time yeah. he writes the truth, what he's honestly feeling, what he's honestly thinking. Yeah. He's like, you know, today wasn't a good day. It wasn't. And he just lists out the reasons why. Yeah. Um, and he talks about Connor's sister in it because he has like a small crush on her. Yeah. Um, and then Connor finds the note after he printed it out in the computer lab. Yeah. And Connor thought that he just wrote that to piss him off. Um. And so Connor took the note and Evan was like, oh God, he's going to bully me with this. He's going to show this to the, the entire school and like ruin my life. Yeah. Um, but then a couple days later, Evan finds out that Connor killed himself. Oh, wow. And the family didn't know why. The, the family knew nothing. They didn't even know he was depressed or anything. The only thing they could find was a note in his pocket that said dear evan hansen so they thought that like his last letter that he wrote his his suicide note was to evan hansen even though evan hansen wrote that himself and then Hmm. he just started this whole lie that they were best friends you know his intentions were good he wanted to like help the family yeah you know and you know kind of give them some comfort in knowing that like he had a friend someone knew him and like someone knew what he was going through even though it was just it's just this outrageous lie and it just keeps getting worse and worse for evan Hmm. interesting it's 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 really good i really like it really good and it's a musical that'd be an interesting musical yeah i really (laughs) want to see the musical very interesting but yeah i recommend that it's a good recommendation i like that well, my one recommendation, I guess, I s- there's this movie that came out called uh, Minari, and it's got a uh, the one dude from The Walking Dead, the Asian dude. Oh, What's um, Stephen Young. Yep. Nice, great actor. He uh, he plays this dad of this uh, Korean family, who I think they moved to like 
Tennessee or something like that or like no it's Arkansas and he wants to like grow a farm with Korean vegetables because uh, he thinks he, it's his dream and he wants to try and uh, uh, he thinks it'll be like a good niche market to sell it with uh, and the, his wife they all moved from like California and his wife just hates it there and she wants to move back and then they have the daughter and a son and the story kind of jumps back and forth I mean it's kind of more about how the wife's mother eventually moves in with them and uh it's kind of about this grandmother and her grandson, little boy, and she's just the funniest grandmother, the most sweetest grandmother. So she's so funny. She's so great. And just it's such a great, beautiful movie. And I just I mean it's 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 wonderful. It's kind of it's it's very just it's interesting. It's a great movie about like family and culture and just life it's a good almost slice of life it's really good i highly recommend it minari 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 sounds like an anime name might as well be it's yeah. kind of like it's almost got like anime vibes it's almost got like that a very simple ghibli movie vibes in a sense hmm. but it's a live action movie yeah. it's really I, good i should watch more films yeah you should i i don't because you're a nerd. Yeah, I'm I'm an otaku. You're an otaku. You said it. Yeah, but I was joking. I'm glad you admit you're an otaku. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, I think uh, we'll move into our segment. We have letters. Well, we have a letter. Okay. Ooh, that's uh, right. We got a letter from... Spirit Warrior. That's what they sign their name as. Who the hell is Spirit <laughs> Warrior? I like the name. I, I mean, me too. I just... It's not what I was expecting. <laughs> Spirit, right, Spirit Warrior. The subject of the email is Intro to Anime. It's a, it's a bit of a long email, so bear with me here. Oh, okay. um, we'll take it in parts because there's a couple questions throughout it. It says, Dear Daniel and Brady, or Brady and Daniel... And then in parentheses again, it says Bradell. <laughs> Bradell. Bradell. Is that <laughs> is that our ship name? I guess that's our ship name. <laughs> Bradell. Bradell. I've been listening to your podcast, and I have to say first that you two are hilarious. It's pretty great when you can do something like this with a friend who shares a common interest with you, equal with common interest with equal passion. Honestly, I have fun just listening to you guys talk back and forth. So, Brady, about your affection for One Piece, explain. Please, because I don't get it at all. I tried to watch it when a friend recommended it, and I couldn't get into it. It's been a bit, so I can't exactly tell you ex I can't exact I can't tell you exactly where I left off. But I remember there was a really big cruise ship, and the chef guy, I think, was having a little was having an identity crisis. Maybe or maybe I imagined all that. The Baratier. Anyway, can you explain why One Piece is so great? And can your explanation convince me to pick it up again? Man, that's a... That's part of the email. Okay. Do you, I'll let you answer that first. You know, I feel like that's a daunting task. But uh, 
He can't. I'll, so I'll, anyway, I'll try. I'll try. So what's what's your I, best? I've mentioned before why. Give, give me give me like the best quick explanation you can give me. Okay. Um. So at first, One Piece doesn't seem like much. You know, I I, I admit it's right. it's boring at first. Um, for four hundred episodes. No, not for four hundred <laughs> episodes. I'd say it's only boring for like the first. 30 maybe 20 yeah I, i'd say once you get to the baratier which is the arc he was talking about i'm pretty sure yeah that's when things start picking up mm. um but i really enjoy it at i didn't like it at first either <laughs> and it took me a long time to get into it um but it, it you just slowly fall in love with it you see this world and you see these characters develop it's <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> what yeah, keep going yeah it it's the best at world building things you see in like the first couple of arcs even if they're minor characters they come back in a huge way mm. huge way tiny things that are mentioned and in the first couple of episodes come back in a huge way there's there's a small line uh, that's said by one of the the characters sanji the the mm. chef he was talking about um and it's just like a throwaway line. You wouldn't think anything of it. He was like, oh, well, I was born in the North Blue, but I was raised in the East. <laughs> but if you look at the geography of the world, that doesn't make any sense because yeah. there's a huge, massive, like, mountain called the Red Line that goes across the entire world. And you can't go from the North Blue to the East Blue. That doesn't make sense. You can't traverse the Red Line. So how, how did he get from the north blue to the east blue and he just like randomly mentioned that in like episode 40 or something like that and then that comes back way later down the line and it explains like his entire past you lost me <laughs> no it's 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 really great and it has some of the greatest mysteries well the writer is the best at um i was watching a video by super eye patch wolf and he was talking about One Piece. And in it, he said, Oda is the best at long-term and short-term storytelling. And I completely agree with that. There are so many mysteries that have such a huge payoff when they do get revealed eventually. Yeah. I've never once been disappointed in One Piece. Not once. Wow. Oda I'm, always... I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. No. Oda always... Mm. Mm sure gives a gives a good payoff and there's so many mysteries and the more you keep going it just keeps getting better and better well you convinced nobody probably (laughs) i hope probably right maybe that was enough but i also have a really personal connection to it that i've mentioned before Mm -hmm. but yeah well just just watch it we'll move on (laughs) maybe maybe he'll convince you more as he tries to like sneak it in throughout the podcast every monday yeah I, I really don't I try, think. And, I try to <laughs> stop him. I just... It's the best at world building. Mm-hmm. Some of the best characters, some of the best fights, some nope. of the best abilities. Not as good as Demon Slayer. It's still better than Demon Slayer in terms of not overall. money-wise. Not true. <laughs> Demon Slayer just beat it out last year, but yeah. overall, One Piece is still... Anyway... Keep going. <laughs>
Next, this is uh, continuing Spirit Warrior's letter. Uh, next, for someone who knows everything about anime, how can you simply say that Nina and, F and Full Metal Alchemist is a mere uh, hybrid of a human and a dog? Shouldn't you have used the correct term of Chimera? This is such a crucial plot point to the story arc, otherwise it wouldn't have stood out to me. I mean, the term hybrid could just mean human or werewolf, werewolf child, or hey, a human Daniel, vampire child, etc. Okay, I'm done being nitpicky. Yeah, you're so dumb. I, I, I can't mean, believe you did that. Yeah, it's it's a chimera, not a right. hybrid. It is a chimera. Whatever. Loser. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, I meant to say chimera course um i'm never wrong <laughs> yeah either way take it that arc still really freaks me out so sure. i don't like it it's great i love full metal alchemist though me too it's just that arc freaks me i out. mean i love that arc God, because it's full metal alchemist really emotional amazing though. yeah um and our another note for us is death note a generic anime what Definitely a good recommendation for those who are into crime, drama, psychological thriller, or dark or gritty. But if those but if those are not your thing, Death Note is likely to be the worst thing you've ever watched. I actually do love the crime drama and psych psych thriller, but Death Note even pushed my limits. I think I would make sure you take it into account the person opin the person's opinion regarding regarding spiritual slash religious matters before re recommending Death Note. Death Note is more realistic in the terms of good and evil in the world, more so if you are a believer in the spiritual realm of angels or demons than, say, a purely fantasy concept of Inuan... I don't know how to say that. I-N-U-A-S-H-A? You know how to say that? Sorry. My apologize. I'm not... You know... It's confirmed Daniel doesn't know everything. Wow, he doesn't know how to pronounce that word. Wow. Actually, I was just testing Brady. I know how to pronounce it. Or Black sure. Butler. Oh, it's an anime. <laughs> Inuyasha. Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I saw Black Butler and that <laughs> made me think, oh yeah, it's an anime. Anyway, sorry. Like Inuyasha or Black Butler. Black Butler is dark and flips the standards of angels, good, and demons, bad. But it's enough of fantasy that it doesn't come across the same. I can think of someone, or I can think of some people I know that would be very uncomfortable with Death Note because of the spiritual and religious aspects. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I I feel like yeah. there's a lot of people I know too who, yeah. I mean, wouldn't enjoy Death Note at all. I um, I don't think we would say like everybody would like Death Note. Yeah, or that's like a good Death or Death Note. I wouldn't say Death Note's a great anime to start everyone on. Yeah. But I think a lot of, like, I mean, if you look at a lot of, like, people who aren't in anime, a lot of culture watches, like, crime dramas or thrillers just in general. I mean, they're very popular. Uh, look at Netflix. There's a million of them. And a lot of people like that. So, I mean, it's just, for mo a lot, I think for a lot of people, Death Note is a good anime to introduce people to. But I think you also shouldn't just guess. You should... You should know if a person yeah. likes that and kind of thing. I, I think we mentioned that in yeah. our first episode when we were talking about gateway anime. Oh, yeah. Where you should really know we'll, what... We'll do an episode on gateway anime. They like, yeah. Gateway. Gateway. Anyway. It's a gateway drug. Since you have made the claim to have seen every... 
Since you have made the claim to see, have seen every anime ever created, what is your opinion on something like Glitter Force or Little Witch Academia? Yeah, Daniel, what you, is your opinion on those shows? Do you think these were created with more of a female audience in mind, or are they supposed to be appealing to boys and girls? Both of these rock, by the way, so don't diss them, or I might stop listening to the podcast. I did. Choose your okay. words carefully, Daniel. I could say more, but you probably won't want to read any more, so I'll stop. Keep up the fun, guys. Spirit Warrior. Well, thank you, first off, Spirit Warrior, for uh, writing thanks, in. Spirit I really Warrior. appreciate that's, that. That's that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the name. Yeah, I was not expecting someone to actually write in. That's, yeah. that's wild. Well, to uh, wrap it up cr- quickly about Glitter Force and Little Wetch Academia, um, great animes. Yeah, are love they? Em. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love them. Great. You know, Sailor Moon vibe going at it. I don't know. <laughs> I actually saw Little Witch Academia, and it kind of interests me, because I'm like, it looks like almost like a Harry Potter yeah. vibe going on, but anime. Uh, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't diss any anime. I mean, would, whatever anybody really likes, you know, that's all, to, all power to you, because, you know, I wouldn't like to bash what people like except for Brady and One Piece. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna mute myself. For anime that's like centric towards women or girls or boys or anything, I mean, I would say, I would say, their target audience is gonna probably. I think they do probably target more women or girls than they do men or boys uh, with animes like that. I mean, it's just kind of marketing strategy, uh, kind of just in general. I mean, they do it in film more often but like sometimes uh marketing strategy just doesn't always line up and i think a lot of people i don't think it's always like i don't think it always comes down to like just because they market it towards these people just doesn't mean these people only like it i mean if you look at the movie top gun that movie was marketed towards women actually more than men even though it's a movie about planes and fast jets but like, if you want to see an example on how they mar- tried to market towards women, is there's a volleyball scene where they're all oiled up and playing shirtless volleyball. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't say anything's for boys or for girls. I think marketing teams try and do that just to increase volume. And there is a whole thing about marketing strategy that I won't really get into. But I do uh want to eventually get into an episode about where we talk about diversity in anime and just kind of the representation of uh different ethnicities and different uh genders and just kind of like women in anime and uh, a lot of that kind of just yeah. representation uh wise sure, yeah. I, I, that'd be an interesting episode yeah i mean it's a lot of i think i don't, I don't know about glitter force. i mean i try glitter force i guess <laughs> I'm not much so, into glitter, but, you know, whatever. I, I actually God, do I want to try a little Witch Academy, Academia. I hate glitter so Academia. Much. Not glitter force, just glitter in general. God, it's awful. Yeah. I hate glitter. But, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, my take on it is, I, I've seen neither of those shows, too. Um, but from what I've seen, seen of Pet both Girl? of those shows. <laughs> Pet Girl is a good show. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but from what I've seen, I definitely would have assumed that glitter force is targeted towards towards girls mm. but i feel like little witch academia is for anyone i'd yeah, say definitely i i don't really know much about glitter force 
Yeah. Other than that, it's like really colorful. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, besides that, yeah, I don't know. I do want to see Little Witch Academia though. Yeah. I remember being at one of the conventions we were at one time, and they played an AMV of it, and I'm like, "Wow, this looks so cool." I've always wanted to watch it since then, but I haven't. I think any anime can be appealing to anybody. It's true. Doesn't matter. As long as you like it. Yeah. It's kind of like like what we talked about Death Note. Some people just don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you like it, who cares? But Uh, anyway. If if you like One Piece, may as well just (laughs) mute yourself, you know? Mute yourself. Might as well. No one cares. Nobody cares. Name one person, Brady. That that one girl from that my Your one imaginary class, friend yeah. from college. Yeah. Anyway, I guys, what she's up to. You can always write in. Uh, you can write on our social media. We have our Twitter and Instagram at Super Shonen Brothers uh, or Super Shonen Bros. Sorry. Super Shonen. Super Bros. Shonen Bros. Or you can write in on our Facebook uh, at Super Shonen Brothers again. Uh, and you can always uh, write in and email us at uh, Super Shonen Brothers at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want, uh, rate, review, subscribe, uh, follow us on all of our Facebook and stuff and everything. If you want to, uh, see what we're going to talk about next, uh, we'll always include your messages if you want to jump in on the discussion too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, you can always support us on Patreon if you feel like it, um, at Super Shonen Brothers, bros, sorry, I always want to say brothers. Super I mean, Shonen Bros. I mean, it is the short for bros. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and huge shout out to Spirit Warrior. Spirit Warrior. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Hope we can provide you with good entertainment every Monday. Yeah. Hope <laughs> we're not too, uh, too cringy or annoying. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I would explain Glitter Force, but we don't have time right now, so yeah, run out of time. It's it's too complex. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week then. Yeah. See see you guys next week. Fairly well. F- fairly well. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. I have to end it like that from now on. Why? I, just, I have to. I don't know. What makes you? What makes you like this? Farewell. Because I'm watching Mulan. Because I'm watching Mulan. Yeah, I'm gonna mute myself. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. You should turn it off, Daniel. Stop it. You should end it. Just end it. I'm waiting for the right moment. The right moment has already passed. We will never get there again. I hate you. <laughs> this room is so nice. It's yeah, just it blank, is really walls. Nice. blank You know, walls. not gonna lie though, I don't like the well, red light. We'll see you guys later. See you. <laughs>
Why? Why are you like this? Well.